Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Welcome to Will You Accept This Rose, a production of iHeartRadio. Things are so good. Things are so good. Things are so good. Things are so good. You know what? I'm coming around on the season and I will happily accept your rose. Oh, you accept this rose into your world. to another episode of Will You Accept This Rose? My name is Arda Marine coming to you from my bougie garage in Los Angeles, California. Uh, wow. Come on, you guys. This 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 season's starting to win me over. I have to say, I'm enjoying Katie. I'm starting to get to know the guys. I always, the more deep in I get, the more I enjoy it. Before we get to the business at hand, I want to remind everybody of my huge world tour, finally in person, of my book, I have two live in-person book signings. The first one as is at the Metropolis that is Wilbur's General Store in Little Compton, Rhode Island, in the town commons of Little Compton, Saturday, July 10th at 11 a.m. I will be there. It's my first in-person book event with my brother, Alaric. We'll both be there near the creamed corn and the rat poison. And then the next weekend, I will be at probably, not probably with my brother. I don't think he'll be there. Uh, Partners Village Store in Westport, Massachusetts on Saturday, July 17th from 12 to 2.30. Look, they're close to each other. So if you you hear two states, they're literally like two, two minutes apart. So just just pick your Saturday. All right. Here we go with us today. What a lineup. We just adore both of the gentlemen that is reigning men today on this fine Will You Accept This Road podcast. Our first gentleman, we love him. You know him from the Daily Zeitgeist. You love him on our podcast. He is his royal highness of the podcast, Miles Gray. Thank you for having me back. 
Oh my I'm, god! I'm finding my bachelor bachelorette legs finally after watching a few seasons now. So I'm, I'm I feel like I'm I, I know some of the the lingo now. Well, I got excited for you when Nick Vial appeared, and I knew that you I knew that you did his goat season. I knew that yeah. you you call you he was the White Walker with a boner. Exactly, just <laughs> being guided by his boner, but he's dead. But that he's boner dead, is and he's taking him places. His boner is taking him just like wandering the earth, following his boner. And uh, one of the luckiest, uh, you know, homeowners in Los Angeles. I think he bought probably the most overpriced home in North Hollywood. That's right. Um, so that's I the remember- other part. He has that distinction too. Near Anna, near Dr. Banana, also with us today, joining us for Gentleman's Night, actor, writer, and comedian. He is currently a writer on Keenan. He was on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. You know him from comedy Bang Bang. He was just, uh, he just filmed a bunch of stuff for Adult Swim, The Three Busy Debras, the newest podcast edition to win over your hearts at the draft picks, Bachelorette Michelle's future ex-husband, Carl Turk. Oh boy, it's fellas night. And it's fellas night. It's tight. No, that's, I, that's not the lyric of that, but I used to think that that was what that lyric was. Oh, yes, it's ladies' night and our bras is tight. Yes, that is exactly what it should be. Carl, you really won over our fans at Draft Picks. I have oh, to yeah? say, oh, there was a lot of people who were like, Carl should be your co host. Like, you're on the rags. Everybody was very into Carl Tart from the- Listen, I'm yeah. single, ladies. There you go. We've, 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 uh, we, we, we cannot believe that The Bachelor has not reached out to you, but I actually, my theory is, is that when we submitted you, I think we were accidentally submitting you for Katie's season. Oh, okay. And because they're now saying, do you know guys from Michelle? So we may resubmit you. I'm just saying. L- listen, after what? So this is my first time yeah. watching The Bachelorette. Sure. And after seeing these dudes. Yeah. I don't know if I want to be on this show. That's fair. <laughs> I saw I saw Katie leaning forward. Katie, what were you about to say? I w- I was just going to say, don't worry, Carl. We're, we'll, we'll resubmit you. But yeah, no, I don't blame you. I don't want to be around those things either. <laughs> no, no, I don't see you living in that house. I don't see you staying at that Hyatt, that Taos Hyatt. I'm not seeing that for you. Taos, I've been to Taos, so I played sure. college basketball at uh, New Mexico Highlands University. Great. That's where I went to college. Beautiful and, New Mexico. Uh, we used to travel. We when we would travel, we played a bunch of schools that were on like the New Mexico Colorado border and stuff like that. And so we would go to Taos, and yeah. Taos has this big thing called the Taos Gorge, and it's like a super deep. If you watch the movie Wild Hogs, you see it in that too. Wild Hogs with John Travolta and Will- William H Macy. Is that right? Is that Wild yeah, Hogs? I, mean, I, I think yeah, and Martin Lawrence. I think I believe was in that one. That's how you do it. Tim Allen. That was, uh, yeah, but that one, I might be mixing up two movies, but Taos, shout out to Taos Gorge, shout out to uh, All Sups, which is like the little general, like, you know, gas station. It's the the Wilbur's of, uh, it's the Wilbur's of Taos. Of New Mexico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. They got good chimichangas, good, good uh, heat lamp chimichangas. I love a chimichanga. I'm not mad at a 7-Eleven chimichanga. I'm not, I'm not mad at. I'm not mad at a hot pocket. Back in the day, I'm going to say I know my way. Why not right now? I mean, look, I got to fit in my pants. Unfortunately, now, so in college, I didn't really care. Didn't nobody. But unfortunately, look, I feel like this town is getting a little more lenient. I think they're getting like when I started, like you got to fit in your freaking pants, and that meant for me no late. It was like late night hot pocket with a double hostess cupcake and a root beer washing it down. That salt sugar. 
soda. There That's it is. That's what I want. Balance. Three different food. Yeah. That's what the balance. Oh, before we get going, I want to announce our winner, our merch winner. You guys, we asked and you guys delivered the goods. You sent in photos of you watching our draft picks in your merch. So Anna and I have chosen a winner. She's been a fan of this podcast. She's a great supporter of the podcast. Carrie Keenan. You got yourself an influencer box, Little Miss Little Compton side copy, the uh, uh, Meet the Authors puzzle, the elegant puzzle with me and my cat mittens, and uh, the Little Miss Little Compton tote bag. Email us your uh, mailing address at rosepodcast at gmail.com, and I will put that in the mail to you. Are you guys ready to break down episode three? Overall, yeah. Carl, Carl, how are you feeling about this season? Uh, uh, do okay. You like, so, do you like your picks that you made? How do you feel? No, a lot of my picks have have been uh, sent home. Great, great. Uh, so I, I think I did a bad job at the draft. I'm a bad GM. I'm a great. bad team Love. owner. Sure, sure. Uh, yep. We are not winning a championship this year. I tell you that much. Okay. Uh, not the, not Carl's Kings. Uh, <laughs> okay. But I will say what I've been what I've noticed. Sure. And this might be. I'm sure this will come up again, but it, it may be a little early to drop this bomb, but. As this being my first time watching the boys play, sure. I, I, I can't. I can't believe how disingenuous every dude seems, yes. right? <laughs> and how vindictive, and how sneaky and snakish. Like yeah. in the girl season, like you know, it was hard for me to wrap my mind around all these girls being like, "I'm in love with you day one," right? But in this, it feels even more disingenuous. Right. right, right, yeah, and it's from every single one of them. Even the guys who have fun stories, even the guys who have not not so fun stories, like sad stories, like yeah. like homeboy homeboy whose wife passed away. Like everything yeah. just seems like, what is going on? Like, <laughs> what yeah. is happening here? And so I'm sure we we'll, we will dive deep into sure, that sure. attitude. Yeah, I hope. It's, it's a big it's a big trauma bond season. There's a lot of tra- hot hot yeah. hot trauma bond happening right and left. Uh, which happens often, but I, I think there's a maybe an extra helping of trauma bond. I'm not sure. I, I, Katie, you've watched every season. Would you say this has a little extra side of trauma bond early on? This is new. Like what they did with Zach last season where they have them like write down your deepest, darkest secrets and what you hate most about yourself. Like that's very new. Right. And to have it as like a group date too, I hated right. it. I was like, come on, just like let these guys have fun, oh, you know, right, like right, let them right, go right. like drive go-karts or whatever they're supposed to be as doing. people said, <laughs> talking about all your trauma in a black box theater at the Hyatt yeah. in the desert during COVID <laughs> with Nick Vial, maybe that's not as fun as skydiving or like going like like dancing or something. That reminds um, me of like theater camp. You know yes. what I mean? Where like that's what you like that scene is like you're in a black box theater and like yeah. some old person's like now talk about the worst moment in your life go uh, this is how person, we bring the cast together an old person that we've watched like just make out with every gal <laughs> he's been on <laughs> Carl he's been on four seasons that guy that led the, the host? Get to, yeah no the one that was in the the uh, the black box theater uh-huh. like a uh, group therapy he's yeah. he. He's been on four seasons. So just so you know, that's who that, that person was. That's pretty tight. Does he have the record? Um, no, there was another guy. He has the record because Prince. he became the lead. But there was a guy who officially quit. He gave it up. And then he came back for another round. And I think he's been on five times. His name is Chris. No, Chris. I think he's been on six times. Right. After he quit. So he's been on <laughs> yeah. six times. He's been on six times. Right. He started out adorable. And then by the end, he was walking over like fiery coals. Right. Didn't he walk through the fire? 
something like that. And then he also got in trouble for, or no, no, he didn't get in trouble, but he was like known as the guy who kind of like uh, ruined Bachelor Pad because right, which I've never seen system and like somehow like made it so they couldn't bring the show back like another spin-off he like destroyed because you know what sometimes you're that guy on a reality show i mean look i'm more more power to you i don't know what he did but here we go we're at the hyatt regency uh my handwriting is terrible tamay resort and spa and uh so here we go we're back in the middle of carl i'm sorry that you have carl with your namesake a different k but he's carl with a k (laughs) carl with a k the uh motivational speaker Full on going. He's like, I'm not putting on anybody on blast. And they're like, you already did. You already did. And um, so then one uh, uh, Christian's like, at least if you're going to lie, come up with a different lie than last night. Trey is pissed. He's super pissed. He's like, you're lying. You said multiple people. Katie's crying. And Carl keeps reiterating, I'm not putting anybody on blast. And they're like, you don't have to put anybody on blast. You don't even have a name. Okay. And then Katie's crying. She doesn't have the right mindset. She's like, I don't have time for a rose ceremony. Let's talk about Carl for a second before we get into the rose ceremony. I have to say, as much as Carl is a legit crazy maker, an agent of chaos, he was right. Yeah, that's what I was thinking when I got to the end. He was was right. Carl, talk to me, Carl. Talk to me about your namesake. First of all, names we we do not share a name. Carl with a K and Carl with a C. Two Thank different you. personalities. Thank you. Right. Different- Arden with an I. Arden. Yeah. Arden. No, I don't know. I don't know her. Two different sun risings. Two different moon lowerings. Okay, great. Uh, it's it's we are not the same. Uh, yes. but- no, no. You're Carl Tart. You're a yeah. prince among men. You're not crazy, <laughs> Carl. Shadow boxing in the other room. That was yeah. incredible. incredible. Don't shadow box in the other room, bro. Talk, come out here and be like, listen, who want to get out? Yeah. That's that's like who want it in here. Right. But yeah. I see I, it was so weird for him to be like, I'm, I'm just saying I'm not, I ain't got no names. I don't have no evidence to back up what I'm saying, but I'm saying it, though. I'm saying it. the not shadow I, boxing. Razzled me, but he was right. Do you think he knew about Thomas? I don't, because he he the way he would kept saying that he didn't have any evidence or any name or any claims. He was trying to catch somebody because my thought on him is that he was there on some false sure, and so he wants to uh, you know make his motivational speaking. Yeah, Uh, but I can't imagine this dude motivational speaking somewhere. He like what is he telling the people? Listen. I don't know what's going to happen in y'all lives, but I know what's going to happen. (laughs) (laughs) And by the way, on Katie, it worked. On Katie, she's vulnerable enough that like that she was like, oh, my God. Uh, By the way, I have to say in general on these shows, look, I don't know what it's like to be away from my family and friends, away from any technology. Like, I don't know what that's like. But it seems like when people do go in and do this, generally it's a move that actually works. On these shows, Doctor Banana, would you say that that's accurate? Uh, the coming on and like and uh, going or uh, snitching, basically. But but not even just saying I don't know, but I think somebody oh, like of like just yes. planting doubt. If people plant doubt with no backup, it actually works. Yes, they do definitely spiral. It's a good thing, but it's also notoriously a way 
to get kicked off the show because like the second you become a snitch you're you're kind of like this basically the second you use your time to talk about someone else but he's not even naming names that's what i'm saying it's the people that just go in and stir shit up with no details yeah. like that it technique, works yeah. that technique is actually kind of gold it's pretty good uh-huh. for yeah. a villain it's a pretty fun villain miles how did you feel about it i just hate again not carl tart carl with a fucking k this yeah. weird fun house version mirror of Steph Curry with the cap teeth. Yes. I can't stand his ass. Yes. I was the second I was he watching the episode, dying. I'm texting and I'm like, yo, fuck this guy. Yeah. I cannot stand. But again, he was right. I think generally, yes, it's true. There are a lot of people there are pretty transparent about what the fuck their end game was with being there. Yeah. But his way of just being trying to be so slick about it as if he's doing her a favor with it was just like, was just so disingenuous and just rang hollow. But yeah, uh, I couldn't, uh, you know, I couldn't agree more though, that there are a lot of people there who really are, are like, I couldn't believe how sort of um, out in the open. Some people were with like what they wanted. And so is he a bad guy? Like, yeah, I guess. And to Anna's point from the seasons I've seen, like, it's true. If you, you, you sort of, uh, leverage your time alone with the bachelor bachelorette to start saying, well, you know, I want to tell you about someone else. It just paints you with a bad brush that you sort of can't unpaint yourself with. Can I just say, Miles, how mm. much it warms my heart to hear you reference other seasons that I that I sucked you in a year ago? <laughs> yeah, I can't yeah. tell you how how much that pleases me. Um, you're, I'm fully fucked up off of this show. You you're right. So I'm, I'm here. Yeah, up and I'm. I, it's like a chef's kiss to miles referring and like and the reality is is that you are correct because you have watched a bunch and it's delightful to me so i just yeah thank you no, for your time thank you for corrupting my brain uh, with another <laughs> reality show i'm but a yeah, really elegant lady yeah the whole thing was that whole style of just being like you know i don't have to you should be a man and just come to me with it, you know like you're not, that. You're not fucking low <laughs> yeah, like you're yeah. fucking stupid and i and i, I like ugh, whatever fuck Carl. i'm glad he he did his thing it was. I didn't think he was going to get kicked off the way he did. I was okay. wondering about it. Is that not? Is that normal? I'm asking. No. Let's talk about this. That. This was an incredible move by the Virgin. The by yes, Doctor Banana. I just want to say unionizing works, dude. Right. Well, I Carl, let me just because because now. You're 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 sort of one of our 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 newer to the franchise. So let me just say like. This has never happened. We've never seen the guys come together as a group and actually stand up. And and, and I think they picked the right guy. They picked a guy that seemed innocent enough that he would be without – is this the right phrase? Without guile? Is that right? Sure. Like he's he's there's no part of him that would ever be false. Like you you just you just believe yeah. he's got his thing. He's crying about the sex thing or whatever. But like you believe in his heart that if he goes and he's like every single guy here we we disagree. Like I was really impressed. It's, it's very rare that we see a move we haven't seen before in this kind of a playback. That thrilled me. I thought and that's when I'm like, oh, this is getting interesting. Like I appreciated that move when he was like all the guys here we disagree with him. Is everybody in? And now, of course, nobody seemed to nod their heads, but the way they filmed it was like people silently were like, yeah. And and then she was rattled. She went back to Tasha and Caitlin. They're all they're like, what's going on? And then um, and then he got cut I, again. To your point, Miles, usually I feel like the producers force people to keep the crazy makers. Mm-hmm. 
normally he would have been rewarded and kept. And I actually respect that she keeps like cutting them loose. She's getting rid of them. Miles, what did you think of that? I I don't know. <laughs> did you want him around longer? No, nah, I mean, yeah, maybe a little bit. It would have been did. nice. I, I wanted him to call out names. I thought he was going to. I thought on the way out, maybe he would be like, so you want to do this? Because I'll fuck. I'm not on the show anymore. And then just go, just fucking yeah. hit everybody. With he it. backed up, like but he, he backed ass first towards her. He didn't look at her, and he like backed up the bus ass first, and kind of yeah. just stood in front of her, like face ass facing her. And then he just like slid off and like didn't he didn't like turn and look at her. Carl, what did you think of that? I thought that was tight. <laughs> uh, moonwalking on out. Real? All right, yeah, he, I, I, out. Like, he he put his hands behind. Yeah, I ain't got nothing to say to you. Yeah, because I did, I wasn't really about you, really. Yeah, in the, in the beginning. <laughs> But y'all, yeah. all you snakes in here, you're going to yeah. get caught. Okay? It, it looked like he was about to address them. So this is how y'all want to play, huh? This is how y'all want to get down, brothers. I all right. do. I, so my only, my only point of reference to yeah. a producer pick is Victoria. Sure, sure. And I was hoping, I was like, oh, it, am I going to be lucky and get a black man, Victoria, named Carl Yeah. this season? Yes. Because I'm with that shit. Yes. And I was ex- I was excited for yeah. that. So yes. when he got kicked off, I was like, oh. Like- I know. They got rid of their villain really quickly because he was a motivational speaker. That means he can talk that shit. Seen, have we seen any footage, though, of what his talks are like? I mean. Like, do we have any? Because he seems Dr. Like, Banana, will you Google like it? Like, he just goes live on Instagram with it and calls Dr. himself Banana, a motivational speaker. Dr. Banana, you can find any clips of him. I, I won't I, deny that I've been to his website. And okay. tell us, <laughs> talk to us. He he has uh, self self published a book. Actually, has he self published? Yeah, I'm actually a follower of his. Uh, no, I don't think he's published a book. But um, his name is Carl Smith, and uh, he has like a company that's like a motivational speaking company. Yeah. Uh, it's tagged in his uh, Instagram, which, you know what? He did well. He's up to 40.4K, so good for That's you. lower than I would have thought. But it's About called Teeth next, Carl. It's called yeah. Next Level Success. About teeth Carl. Next, next level, level Success. That's such a low energy NLS. scam. NLS. That's mm-hmm. such low energy. Really? To fucking like try and events. get people to think that you're going to change their lives? Yeah, Again, think about how he did it, though. Think about how he told but didn't tell. And then came right. out to the dudes and was like, I'm going to let y'all tell on yourselves. Go ahead. Go ahead. Now, do I have any evidence to back this up? Absolutely not. Do I have any claims? Any founded claims? No, all my claims are unfounded. Yeah. However, I'm right. I'm right. Yeah. And then he I even think walked out of there. That is a level of confidence that a lot of people do not possess. Yeah. And I think that's what that's what takes you to next level success. The next time you walk into a pitch meeting, Arden, next time yeah, you walk into going tomorrow morning. Like, Listen, I I did not prepare anything. I'm gonna let y'all pitch the show for me. Yeah. yeah. I Go love ahead. that. Tell me what you um, want me to do. I'm gonna the do that tomorrow line. morning. The tagline is live your vision. There Dude. I mean, I yeah. feel like I am. Look at all this fucking I've got I've got like bachelor things that people have sent me. I feel like I have like vision board. I've like secreted and turned my reality into like this like ding dong. Like I've I feel that I've actually manifested my inside, yeah. like my insides. I'm sorry. I'm Carl's I, the king of vague though for sure. I did what, miss what this part on his Instagram where on the bio it says, Escape the matrix, achieve your goals, build a legacy. 
I mean, oh my God. See, this is the thing you guys got to understand. First of all, thank you for coming to my talk. But first, <laughs> for us to even understand why we're not achieving is to not even see the invisible obstacles that we've put in front of us. Can we see them? No. But that's what makes them so insidious. And my whole talk here is to learn how to overcome these invisible obstacles. Miles, you're missing out. You could have yeah, so much is. passive income coming your way. But People the thing I hate about him right is Carl. If you met Carl, you would know he was full of shit off the top. You wouldn't be like, no, you'd be like, this dude's full of shit. Yeah. That's what kind of pisses me off about Carl is because mm. he's not that slick with his no. shit. Like, if he was a like next level dude, I'd be like, oh, here we go. I like this because he's going to fucking yeah. take everyone's brain and fuck with him. But I don't know. I think he was just, sl- I don't know. He was amateur-ish. He got the clout teeth. He got exactly. the clout teeth. Exactly. Yeah. When you got the clout teeth, I don't right. I don't have no problem with people uh, doing, like, getting new teeth. Like, sure. I want a couple myself. Sure. But I'm not going to get the clout teeth. I'm not going right. to get veneers so big. I can't close my mouth. Like you start talking differently. Yeah. No, no, no. You got to get properly. I see this on a lot of my reality shows. Uh, that's it. Look, if I don't, I don't, if anybody do whatever you got to do to feel good, but that's yeah. it. If you're going to purchase new teeth, which by the way, go for it. Size down. You don't need little tiny, you don't want little teeny tiny kid teeth, but like mm. go smaller than you think. Sm- yeah. You can always tell when it's like put in almost like a, like a wind up t- talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah like a chatter toy. <laughs> like a Spencer, Spencer gift chatter toy teeth situation. Yeah. Don't go to Miami to get it. Don't yeah. go to Miami. Don't go, don't go no, do not go to Dr. Anything. Miami. No. Don't, no. Go to, don't go to Miami to get any surgery. It's going to no. be too big. Yeah. And look yes. ridiculous. Keep yeah. it, keep Go it on the home. petite side. Katie's you want leading. the B cup of teeth. You yes. want the B cup of teeth. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe a B plus, but you do not want the C cup. Do not get no, toxic. No, no, don't go there. You don't want people, you don't want people to know like, oh, they bought the new teeth. You just want people to think that they look good. Maybe that you whitened your teeth or something. Maybe you did Invisalign. You don't need the full, like obvious set of new choppers. And by the way, go for it. Get the B cup. I want to also just say the virgin, when he came forward, I believe he said, we have a responsibility as a unit to protect the queen. And then when he went forward, now there is a very famous batshit person that we've talked about from the past who's like, I will guard and protect your heart. He said to her as like a group, on a group level, as a solidarity, as a unit, we feel that this is what you need to hear. Do you all feel the same way? We need to guard and protect your heart. This was mic drop of Garden Protect Your Heart. Katie Levine, talk to us. You saw the Garden Protect Your Heart guy as it fully first happened. Carl and Miles, let me tell you, there was this guy. He was like kind of super he had his he had his own journey on planet Earth. He was super into this gal that was not that into him. He was on the side of a mountain and he showed her an enormous tattoo that he'd somehow peeled off and gotten during produ- during production like that had a bleeding heart with a dagger during it that said I will guard and protect your heart and it was like a full sleeve down it and she was like what did you do? Why did you get that? And he was like oh god and then he sang a song acapella that he made up is like when i see you i think of a lady that's awesome and i get my tattoo and i want to take you to the bone zone and like that is garden protect your heart guy and now this guy just did it on a public level katie levine talk to us about garden protect your heart yeah at least i mean I, what's the virgin's name 
I think Mike. Mike. Mike? Yeah. Mike. He at least like didn't seem like he was very matter of fact, and I liked. He's that. sweet, but I did like crack up when he said that. I couldn't stop we laughing. We want a car to protect your heart. But I He's thought he handled guy. it well. But calling them a unit was. He said it twice, and I was like, "You're saying unit? unit. Okay, <laughs> unit. I got yeah. a unit. I was they wondering. Were unionizing. Yeah. Did they all like that sit moment. down and like write down a statement, yeah. or did he, he just pop a cuff? <laughs> They signed union cards against Carl. <laughs> yeah. Get him out. He's been voted out. And he then, was, was yes. that the guy? That's the baseball player, Carl, during the picks. You were like, this dude's racist. Uh, the same dude? Or, or there, was there another baseball player? Because I, I saw a little bit of the live stream, and I remember you were talking about one of the baseball playing people. And isn't, is, is the Virgin not one of the baseball players? Oh. Oh, he may have been. Yeah, I think he was like a former baseball player. Oh, yeah, player. because he was real uh, real religious. Good memory. Yeah. Good memory. Yes, yes, yes. That's him. I'm yes, just, I do it was funny. I, I went into this with that perception of watching the draft picks and what Carl was yeah. saying about them. And I was like, wait, no, this dude's this kind of uh, romantic virgin guy. Yeah. But yeah, his, his, his unit talk and protecting the queen thing was so virgin. Like, so I've never fucked energy. Yeah, I'm like, we have to protect the queen. Yeah, like, protect uh, the queen. Like, who? What? Oh, because it's everything still Disney to you. Okay, that's okay. We have to protect the queen. Um, he probably so, don't even like bees like that. No, he, <laughs> I. Lacey had all sorts of feelings about Mike last week. She was not feeling Mike. She did not. I was. I got tricked. She said that he was a scammer. I got tricked by his uh, poem and stuff, his letter to her, and she was having none of it. Lacey was not feeling his virgin mm. story at all. Um, Aaron, so then Carl leaves. Aaron says, Carl should have been exterminated a long time ago. That was nasty. I didn't like that. I didn't either. I didn't like the wording of that. Yeah, that was nasty. That's why I was, that was one of the first moments where I was like, D- the the dudes are really shitty. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I am a known men's rights activist. No, I'm just playing. But uh, <laughs> for me to uh, say this. <laughs> yeah, for me to say this is out of the ordinary. No, no, no. But I, like, I'm like, wow, man, these dudes really suck. All of them. Yeah. Like in their that, own ways. Yeah. I'm not saying that, that, but I just, I hate how the term like terrible person is being thrown around. Like you don't even know these guys like no, that. No, I thought I agree with you. When I, I didn't even like writing down sterminated. I'm like, that's a very, uh, that's, you shouldn't say that. That's not, yeah. that's not good. The, uh, it, I, I noticed it was weird when Aaron was pressing Cody. Like in whatever the first couple episodes. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. What yeah. the fuck is this? Like, we never found like out. You. And I was like, this is so fucking weird. And, and I, I thought I was high when I was watching. So I thought sure. I completely missed something go down. And then I was like, oh, they're from this. They just have some town shit going on that I don't know about. But yeah, there, there's the it is just a so super weird aggro environment. But the tools they use isn't like beating people up. It's like using the insidious sort of rhetorical plays of like the game of the bachelor bachelorette yeah. uh, against each other. Yeah, for sure. Uh Trey could not have been more. Trey is so pissed. Trey was pissed all night. Trey didn't get time with her. Carl's leaving. He backed up. He didn't say goodbye. Then we cut to all the gentlemen hanging out in a hot tub together. Just hanging out in the hot tub and chatting. And they're like, love is about honesty. Um, And uh, so she sends a note. She sends a group date note. Love is about honesty. I need 100% dot, dot, dot. And they kept going, no heart, Katie. It doesn't say heart, Katie. Like, uh. Miles, what did you think of their uh, dissecting of the of the card that she put out? Just 
it's it's too much. They're over they're over leveraged. They're over invested yeah. in this. When you're yeah. where's the I mean, that reminds me of like me and my loneliest, like in yeah. post college, when I was yeah. just like striking out with every single romantic interest I had. And every <laughs> text I would try and like put a monocle to like the fucking Da Vinci code to be like, yeah. okay, they used a, a winky emoji. Yeah. And you know, like, what does that mean? It's like, okay, relax. It just it's a fucking show. It's That's just what the to- other the producer wrote that card. Yeah, the producer, because by the way, Chris Harrison had the same handwriting as Katie and Chris Harrison is (laughs) long gone. So I I think you could, yeah, the producer wrote it, but they did leave it mysterious. Um, It's hard to picture like lonely post-college miles for me. Oh, oh my God. (laughs) You don't want to know. There are two two very lonely phases. uh, Yeah, there was, yeah, my post-college one and then one around 2013. 2012 was getting real spooky. What happened between call like what what happened like that's kicked off the 2013 one? I assume you had an okay run for a little bit. Yeah, but it was more like I think just getting older yeah. and kind of being like, where's my life at? And then I was also listening to a lot of the weekend. So right. that yeah, means yeah. like, you know, if you don't have somebody around you, it's kind of a weird vibe to always just be listening to like, I left my girl back home. <laughs> and you're just yeah. like in living at your mom's house yeah 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 that's so but yeah that that was kind of that time yeah that'll do it out of that, that though i get that life is a journey life a highway is, life is a highway mm-hmm. and i'm gonna ride mm-hmm. it all night long mm-hmm. give me give me give me give me yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes carl it was drake for me My oh, oh. You know, okay that, that that thank me later album and take care that's yeah how I got you know drake if, if for the soft boys, for us boys who who you know who feel it, t- you know toxic, but also like <laughs> I'm a sing about it though. I'm soft toxic. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do nothing light. crazy. Yeah, toxic. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna do nothing crazy. I'm not like I'm just gonna be sad. I'm a sing about it. Yeah, right. a, you know, drunk dial you and be like that dude you with. He can't. He can't dunk. Exactly. I can <laughs> dunk. I can dunk a basketball. <laughs> that dude, dude, can't dunk a basketball. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, not, yeah, you're not like a, a sex toy that's made out of lead that you find out disastrously later on. You're properly labeled toxic. Yep. So people right. know, and they know the right what, level they know of what toxic. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Tana, have you ever have you ever drunk dialed anybody? And what did you do? Have you ever drunk texted or dialed an ex? Uh, no, I don't think so. Really? Yeah, I'm not really like um. Uh, I just, terms. no, I mean, like, I just usually, I'm, I'm just a cold person. Oh, <laughs> I love that. About you. Oh, I love dead. that. I love dead that you make us work for it. I love it. I, every yeah. time, every time I get like Anna to laugh or I get like, a, I feel like I've won a lottery. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Like I love, I love it. Like there's well, a little bit. I'll just say I have an ex who like occasionally responds to my Instagram messages and it's been years. Like, yeah. and I don't even acknowledge it. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, wow. Like, I just, wow. I don't fuck yeah. with you. Oh, God damn it. I love a drunk it. dial. I love a, a Saturday night drunk dial saying, let's get brunch tomorrow. I'm trying to think of like, I did a, I drank when I lived in Chicago and when I was 19, I'd like made out with this guy at college. And then like, like a couple months later, I was living in Chicago and I doing improv and i dragged my friend drive through the night to washington dc because he lived in dc and then like when i got there like i hadn't like 
I hadn't reached out in advance. So then I got there and like got the phone number called and he was like, oh, like I'm I'm not available tonight, but like I'm – and I just like pant – he was like, but I'm around like – like there was no forethought. And then I was so mortified after like I committed to such a long drive that then I was like, what have I done? We'd mm. been up all night and then – and then I refused to call. My friend was like, you fucking idiot. You dragged me here and then you like chickened out. Like he would have seen you the next night. And I just like hid out staying at my brother's friend's place. <laughs> Miles looks mortified. Miles, it no. wasn't my best. It was How like, long is that drive? It's fine. It was like 12 hours. Oh, you you was tripping. Yeah. You was yeah. lying. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's 19 a year old Arden was doing her best. I wouldn't say she was nailing it. She... It is what it is, Carl. I, it is what it is. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with men in a black box theater talking about their feelings with Nick Vial. Bachelor villain! In it for the money! In it for the gram followers! Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. (laughs) You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, 
further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back and we're in a scene that uh, nobody asked for, that nobody knew that they needed. A group of uh, of bodybuilders and uh, uh, aspiring social media participants who are uh, in a black box theater at a Hyatt in uh, New Mexico being led by Nick Vial and Capriz. And uh, his tube socks. Did you, Miles? Did you notice his capri pants? No, I just laughed that you, I, I can't believe I missed that because I, I just kept going. Why is this fucking guy here? That was my first thought. He was wearing capris. <laughs> he had like were, capris on. Did you see that? Yeah, they were like high waters. He just had on some high waters. It's very fashion forward. No, he had I on the Comte des Garcon chucks. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. I, okay. Yeah, okay. I All right. Heart, okay. All right. Logo. So then he was like, he was like, look. I'm here to hold you guys accountable. Cameron B, the cat, the kitty cat who got the first impression rose but now has had like sad face ever since. He just looks sad. Like he has like a low low cut blouse everywhere. He's like a, <laughs> like a lady's blouse unbuttoned to his navel. Just sort of a sad face until he like kisses aggressively. Um, he looks super sad and he's like, we're open for discussion. Well, this this I mean this got intense. I'll be real. This was a group of dudes. The first person up was Hunter. Um, this is where we found out about his uh, his kids. Um, he met a woman. They had sparks. He wanted to spend the rest of his life with her. They got married. They had a baby girl. Then they had a son. And then he shifted priorities and he had to work. And then everything that he had, he destroyed. He destroyed everything while trying to build it. I failed at marriage. And it's not just affecting me. It's affecting my two kids. My heart went out to Hunter. I, I just, I felt like. You know, like all these guys just laid it on the line. I felt badly for him. I appreciated mm. that he saw his part. Like I wasn't you know. expecting that from no. him. I thought he was going to say how his illegal MMA gym got shut down by the city. <laughs> I thought that's what he was going to be crying because that's his whole energy. I was like, oh, what? Oh, oh, no. Well, okay, shit. You have some depth to you, Hunter. I'm. That's my bad. <laughs> I know. I was surprised at like his self awareness that he was. Oh, I felt like he was owning his part. I was like, yeah. I really felt. I felt for Hunter. Carl, talk to us. How did you feel? <laughs> Just laughing at his illegal MMA. <laughs> him being like, we tried to stay open for COVID because people want to. People want to work out during COVID, and yes, there was an outbreak, but nobody had like bad symptoms. A yeah. guy got sick. Like, <laughs> people want to roll. That's their right to do jujitsu. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I definitely he was the start of a flood of, of yeah. disingenuous stories to me, which was so I'm sure you're going to say it. But like every single dude crying over cheating on somebody. Yeah. I was like, bro, shut up. I mean, <laughs> like, 
that's exactly. I have to say, yeah, it's like, and then I had to cheat. I had to. Right. I cheated. <laughs> I had to cheat, and then I cheated, and then like I really hurt her. Doctor Banana, how did you feel watching all these dudes talk about cheating on everybody? I mean, it was it was an interesting thing because it was like trauma bond now, yeah. and it was like, um, I mean, a lot. Some of the stories were interesting, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like the he ruined his relationship because he thought he he went too hard that was actually a little confusing but um which one was that oh oh the hunter one but like the one that came from connor i was not expect like a part of it was like "Mm, vehicular manslaughter huh like i wasn't sure like i was like this guy got drunk hit someone or something and then him being like and then i cheated on her and i was like i just don't yeah, you're you're surprising me because I don't see this in you. I kept but you know what? drinking. That's what it does. It changes you. Well, I kept seeing. I like that. I did not know where the story was going, oh, and I kept thinking, "Dude, you're an eighth grade teacher. Like, you might want to go back to your job. Like, just right, right. Don't say this in this. In, just maybe don't tell the story. You know. But right. like, but I kept being like, I just kept thinking about his teaching job, and then I was thinking about where is this going to go? Like, what? What what did he do? Yeah, I was I was blindsided by the <laughs> I was blindsided by the lack of a good story. Yes, <laughs> I was like yeah. the way he set that up. I was about to be like, oh, and then I went back home to my girlfriend and I was drunk. I was about to say he hit her. That's he what I was her. afraid yeah. of. I was he afraid of that. Ass. And then he was like, and then I left and I I said some really mean things and then I went and I cheated. I was like, oh, don't. Dude. Don't give me this. Come <laughs> on. You cheated. That's what this I was gonna I'm, I'm getting really vulnerable. And then she told the most vulnerable story. Yes, like a legitimately like legitimate, yeah. real bad thing that happened to her. Yes. And I just looked at all those dudes and I felt stupid as a man. Yes. I was like, this is the yeah. dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. But like, yeah. there was like the disingenuous thing. It really comes true, like in the when you look at it, that they were being vulnerable purely to score points. Yeah, like there was nobody actually sharing shit. It was like, I think Hunter, oh, is this, is this think, the game? I'll do this. I think Hunter literally had to get that off his chest. I actually, yeah, I will sure. give Hunter. I'll give Hunter a pass. I feel like Hunter's Hunter. Yeah, he's haunted. I'm gonna give, he's haunted. I'm gonna give Hunter a pass because I feel like he really needed to get off his chest. But I agree with you on the rest of the ones. And then when she shared the story, like, I just, my heart went out. I mean, like, again, it was just her her honesty and her talking about, like, you know, I just appreciated her talking about, like, how she blamed herself and how she's been on this journey and, like, how that she wasn't, like, she didn't even want to have, like, have sex. She didn't want to talk about it. Like, you know, I know so, Anna. Well, I just want to say the part that like hit me was her saying that after she was basically, you know, assaulted, she didn't know how to process it. And she tried to have a relation. She tried to pursue a relationship with this person. And I was like, that shit hits hard. Yes. I don't know. I I don't know what anyone else's experiences are. But as a woman who's been in situations similar to that, like you don't know how to process it. You think you need to be the one to like fix the situation. And so you've done something wrong. Yeah. Like you put it on yourself and that's like so traumatizing in itself. So I don't know that, that story. I was like, damn Katie coming through for us ladies who've had to gone through, who've gone through shit like this. And I thought that was a really important story for her to tell. I, I 100% agree with you. And I think, you know, I have so, so many friends and so many, 
look, it's hard to be a woman on earth without like some like, you know, not necessarily to that degree, but like there's stuff that you're like, oh, did I have a, you know, and then looking back, it's like, no, like I, you know, and, and just hearing her honesty about that and the stuff that she put on herself. I, I just, I'm really enjoying Katie. She's, I think it was, I appreciate that she shared that and I'm sure it wasn't easy or comfortable. And I think that was probably good for people to hear. And then we have somebody like Thomas who then goes, Meanwhile. what you see is what you get. <laughs> I didn't know who you were. I thought it'd be great to build a p- platform, lean into the, but now I want to lean into the potential of what could be here. I have real feelings. I did go on a date the week before I got here. Sure. Um, and, uh, and, uh, but, you know, I had no expectation and now, uh, you know, now I'm here for you. That was the big, that was, uh, Carl, what did you think of Thomas? <laughs> when I saw that part, I wanted, <laughs> I wanted Cloud Teeth Carl to pop up out of the ground like Michael Jackson in Tokyo in 88. <laughs> <laughs> that air like, ramp. And just, <laughs> yeah, I love that air ramp. The toaster. crazy. The toaster. <laughs> Literally watching his documentary of like of uh, of doing on the like doing that last tour, it was the toaster pop, the toaster aspect, yes. mm-hmm. the best, and just stand there and just watch everybody just pass out. I Dude. could not believe that he said that in that moment, and then she told like she told just to, to backtrack a little bit before like after the Thomas thing, but before it also like like all these dudes are telling these stories. She tells this insanely vulnerable story of an actual assault and what her like emotions were around it and all these dudes are like yeah man we really getting vulnerable today it's like because all y'all got some side (laughs) coochie is that what is that what this is about yeah Yeah. it was and then that dude was just like i'm just like i'm gonna be real with you i was coming in here to own some bullshit but you cool yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm either way, like I'm either fucking or I got followers. So yeah, yeah this is pretty cool for me. Um also I'll tell you my red flags. Uh if I'm if I'm gonna be vulnerable really quick. Uh yeah, I'll have red flags. Yeah, I've treated people like shit. Um, you know. Okay. But then he won't, uh, but then he wouldn't even Thomas. tell the red flags. He's like, Yeah, so speaking of the red flags, I mean, I really like you. Like, yeah, but circling back to those red flags, it's like Run for Yeah, your yeah, life. that's right. Like, I mean, I'm here looking for a wife. Like, okay, but you mentioned you have a lot of red flags because like maybe he's give me like one or two. It's like, yeah, yeah. Like I see myself getting down on one knee. Like <laughs> and feel free feel free to ask me about the red flags. Feel free yeah, to ask but, me. Like, I like, want you to about ask it. me about the red Okay, great. So as you just mentioned for me to I'd love to know more about those red flags. Like and that's I love I'd love to know more about you. I need I need to circle back. I need to cut back in and just in case it wasn't clear, I do I am in love with you. I see this ending <laughs> with you and I leaving. Um those love red you. flag things, I am yes, I have red flags. Thank you for asking. And I I see that I love you and I needed to make that clear. Oh my god. Our Lori, our wonderful bachelor historian, she loves the character of Thomas. She is here. She's such a fun character. She loves this as a villain. She wants him to carry her around in his pocket and make her feel safe. <laughs> he's the most attractive dude left. She loves wild. she finds him very handsome and she's like and she's she just thinks he's a fun character. Like because mm. here's what's interesting about him was like they kind of connected on the first night. Like they, she really liked him. He, he actually was good at hiding from all of us. Usually you can see through somebody that's just their thirstiest, but he blended in in a way. Miles, what do you think? He's just, um, you know, 
He's just one of these like reptile brain type people. He yeah. Just, yeah. You know, he's just going straight for what he wants or needs to survive. Yeah. And there's no finesse to it. I mean, he'll say words around it that appear like he's considering things, but he's he's pretty clear in his focus, especially like in his lack of ability to like really pivot that whole story into sounding like he was a person yeah. um, rather than just like, yes, and I am here for these things. And also, yeah, like the way he talks to her the way he wouldn't break eye contact with her like when he's trying to sort of like reinforce his narrative about loving her that's not yeah. run for your life this guy yes. doesn't even know what he's saying he's just i think he's a he's very good at reacting to a situation and then saying whatever he needs to to get to the next phase i'm gonna sit throw this out there so we always have like we vote for thirstiest now again we haven't seen blake come back he's coming back next episode I'm going to say right now, I feel that Thomas was the secret, sneaky, thirstiest, right? I mean, he's got like thirstyitis. Katie, you're disagreeing. Katie disagrees. Um, I feel like I, I think he's an idiot. I'm going to preface with that. <laughs> but I, I do feel like he maybe just said what he was trying to say wrong because to be honest, every single guy there is for, there for fame. They're, I mean, like maybe they do actually want to find love, but you don't go on television unless you want to be famous. That's right. Just, I mean, you just don't like, you know, so I mean, I, I kind of, I'm kind of trying to look at it at a different angle and be like, maybe he was just being a huge idiot. Maybe it just came out totally wrong because why would he actually say it? I mean, maybe he's never seen the show. Yeah, but I don't know. Because if he didn't know who she was, maybe he's never seen the show. And he's like, yes, I did want to come from my followers, which I think probably most of them do. They do. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, they're probably like, oh, maybe I'll meet a really cool girl. But hey, dude, I could get famous. I'll be on TV. I mean, you're not going to go on this show unless you want to be on television. And I kind of wonder, did it just come off wrong? Is he just kind of an idiot about it? And now they're just blowing it out of proportion and they're laughing onto it because they need a villain and they need something to be angry about. But the way he handles that red flag, t- like talking to a sphinx, and then yeah, that was like, I love you. I will get. I will get again. Like that's the part. Yeah, that's almost worse to me than me than saying I came on for Instagram flowers. I want. I went on a date. I'm sure they all went on dates. Let's be real. Yeah, yeah but like, I mean, also maybe he like hasn't actually cheated on someone because it sounds like a lot of it was like cheating stuff or whatever. But like, yeah, maybe he really was like, I don't really have anything else to compare. And like this, it, you know, it, it was the later. This. It was the later on. I love you. I see you leaving that here. Was, with yeah. me as my wife. We can yeah. afford property anywhere. We'll go anywhere. But again, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a little devil's advocate here and be like, hey, maybe he felt like he dug himself in a hole and the producer's like, you got to go over and tell her you love her. I mean, he's a fun character. I'm not, I don't know. I, I'm, I, he's a fun, he's, he's, he makes for entertaining TV. Yeah. I hope he sticks around for a little bit. I think he's fun. Uh, real Banana. quick, only four posts on his Instagram, which mean he's either not very good at Instagram or has deleted things before. Uh, Wait, what's the earliest post from? Earliest post is him with some dogs and uh, what a year? What from year? February twenty third this year. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Miles, Mm-mm. talk to him. What, what is it? What is your professional scientist? I don't. I'm just saying he, he's says? he's smooth. He's right. this. This is what he does. He's not really a. I don't think he's sincere. I don't anything beyond that. I don't. You know, like whatever people have their opinions about this guy, but 
he's just used to getting what he wants. So he yeah. doesn't have a filter because he's just one of these people who gets what he wants and does what he wants to do. That's why I don't think he has a, an ability to say he doesn't. It doesn't occur to him that he can't say, well, maybe I came here for this. But what's wrong with that? You know what I mean? I'm just a good guy. What's yeah, wrong? I'm, I've changed my mind. I can't change my mind. <laughs> like a rom-com. Like I was here on a joke and then I fell in love and now I'm having to come out with this secret. It's the third act. What's up with it? No, it's true. His Instagram bio is always choose, always choose kindness. I love helping people. What was this? Dude? This dude had a weird thing, right? Like he don't like mayonnaise, or it was something that he didn't. Like, a lot of people don't like mayonnaise, but he. Wait, I can look was, it up. No, I this have isn't it right the don't here. like dessert guy. That's a different dude. If that's what oh, you're okay. I'm gonna look. Him but up. I mean, I'm gonna say I kind of think he's probably just some hot dude who's charming, who's used to getting girls and like being able to say pretty much whatever he wants. But I don't think he was malicious. I think he just. I think he was just stupid, personally. Mm. I don't know. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'll get pre- proven I mean, it, totally wrong. I don't know. Don't, either but, way, I, I mean, I think you. we both agree that it's yeah. he's not moving in the correct manner. Well, she, no. but she likes him. She I likes it. She likes I him. And I saw that even at the group date. I was like, she likes it. She likes. Wait, Carl, it. what were you saying? I agree with Katie. I agree that he might have. He might just be a, a dumb, attractive dude who was just like. Yo, I'm chilling. Like, yeah. I, I don't think like I, I didn't realize that this is what what this was gonna be. I thought it would be tight to be on TV, and now I'm like, oh, this girl's actually cool. I'm down to get to know her. This is fun. We get to stay at this. I, I personally, me, uh, good Carl, I love uh, hotels. So if me I just get to go to I the, love hotels. Like, I feel like they get to. I wonder do they get to cook their own breakfast or is there a chef there and stuff? He's probably mm. like, man, I'm chilling and this girl's tight. Like. I'll mess with her. I'll get down. <laughs> He's like, like eating while he says it. Yeah. I love it here. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. He kept no. it real. I think that's just dumb because I think that's why everybody's calling him dumb and everybody's saying he's bad because all those dudes, that's what, like, that's another thing that was coming off so disingenuous. You, I'm sure we'll probably move on to this next, but when they're standing outside and nobody's working out, but they're all standing by the gym equipment and yeah. the dude is like, uh, one thing that I do, I'm a really good guy, but when somebody lies to me, <laughs> I become total opposite of, of that the, i believe yeah. that was uh i believe that was hunter. the death mma hunter, hunter. when yeah, mma was like, hunter was like i'm a good guy and then when i'm not i'm the opposite of a good guy and, and i'm like, coming that. Yeah, like, that i'm like okay cool. man shut yeah. up everybody here yeah. needs to shut up and <laughs> go off the floor your mma gym so then they go to the tail end they have their post uh acting class trauma class they have their cocktail party and then connor b once again he acts all like kind of coy and pouty and nervous. He's got his shirt unbuttoned. And then she goes, I need you to know that I think you're a catch. And then he grabs her face again and is like his kissing style. He is just like zero to 60. And yeah. it's and it's like, again, I actually think the first time or two that she would have wanted to kiss him. Like, And if he just played it a little bit cool, it could have been more fun for everybody. But instead, he like panics and like just gr- like basically like climbs her face with his mouth in a way that's not like there's like no it, it's just like a like a dinosaur or something. Yeah, that's, like, it's not a kiss. On. It's, it's not like a kiss. It's like he's surviving. Yeah, and I, I, 
and I think got a weird energy. (laughs) I felt like yes, it's exactly it. It's like it is like he's surviving. It's like like he'll die without it. It's like yo, this is way too fraught. It almost feels like he feels like if he plays like I'm a little pouty baby, like this almost like oops, I'm a little kitty cat and I'm a little pouty baby. Like you want to you want to change the diaper of the pouty baby? Like there's something that's like dude, just like man up a little bit. Like she liked you, like. I don't know what this coy game is, but like, just yeah. be cool for a second. I will say he reminded me of my dog a little, who's always like, <laughs> right, <laughs> like wanting a treat. There's a pouty but, energy, Carl. What do you What do you think about Connor B? I was I was done with him after that story, after what? that super after that super dramatic story that <laughs> ended with him getting a little chocha on the side. <laughs> I I I was done. I was done with that brother there. Yeah. And 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 then seeing him there where he's like, oh, I got to kiss her. Yay. Like, oh, his little dance. <laughs> yeah. his, I got to kiss her dance. I don't ever need to see that dance. I again. feel like she's falling for a lot of these dudes shit too. And I, I don't, don't have nothing to judge this off of. I've only watched I've been watching because I actually was watching that. And I thought last night, and again, I don't know. I can't speak for her. Her body language didn't feel like she really wanted to be kissing him that badly right then. I don't Cause he, think because he has that clinger energy. Like it yes. doesn't feel good. It's not like oh he's okay he's cute. It's and like he, you he's, remember he's, you liked me at first. You yeah, gave me like, first okay, impression rose to the kitty baby. I'll, <laughs> I'll fucking die if you don't. I can't kiss me. like, like okay, stand on your oh, own two fucking uh, feet, bro. Like yeah. come on, don't and suck all the oxygen out of the room. His face gets contorted when he kisses. His face becomes pained when he like I was watching him kiss and I was going like making a face along with him. Like, <laughs> like you are also kissing. Like, what the fuck is this? So then um he's like things get here get better every day. So then we have the red flags, top duck. Yeah, he's like, I, I know. Um he goes, every single day, this is Thomas, gets realer and realer. My intention is that we leave here getting married. We could buy a house anywhere, we'll figure it out. Then he was freaking out. Um, then, So then he leaves. Then Aaron goes to talk about his dad having a stroke. And he was like, the irony of this is, is that Katie did to um, Mari from Puerto Rico, like she was talking about her grandmother and how hard it was and like, like all the, like the earthquake and the storms and like, and she touched her face with the vibrator mm-hmm. during that story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And that then was disgusting. That was disgusting. So Katie actually did that to Mari, and then Aaron just had it done to him. He was talking about his dad, his dad's stroke, facing mortality, and then Thomas is lurking in the background. Um, he's going back and forth, and um, he's like, I just want to say fear and love are rooted in the same concept, and I, I just need to let you know how special I see you and that I fear you and how special that feeling is of feeling fear again. I need to know how strong that pull is for me and Aaron is pissed Carl <laughs> yeah he, uh, he, 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 how he bars special the feeling how special the feeling of fear is you know I I, I hate to be scared of stuff uh, yes so if I like I would if, if that was me if I was Thomas saying that I'm feeling these emotions I'll be like so I'm gonna go ahead and get on out of here <laughs> Because uh, I'm terrified. I got to go. Yeah. Could you call me a car? Could you call me a suburban? <laughs> uh, I need a suburban. 
ASAP. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead. Nah, this this dude is this dude's wild. I just think he's real dumb. Yep. I think I think he's, he's too. I, he's. I think it's. I think he's. I think he's bad. I think he's scummy because he he has this like I'll say anything. Yeah. Energy that is like this. It's fucked up. It's very manipulative when you mm. like the way he said, like we'll go. My goal is to marry you and then we'll buy a house like fucking anywhere. Okay. And then we can leave all these haters behind that said, I start, I have a kid with your, with your friend from high school. No, we got to get away, get married, start our own life. Like it's like this, his problem. It feels like he's his, like, that's his problem solving is like, like painting these like really big pictures to then have the other party get invested in to sort of. Uh, take the focus away from him. I don't know. He, There's just something about that. He's got thirstyitis. I agree with you. I agree. Yeah. And I think it's worked because he's handsome. I think he can kind of stay like like there's like a, he can stay one step ahead because he's handsome, but it will catch up to him because now there's cameras on him. Right. That's my theory. Right. Where they're catching him say like whether or not he's in love with her. Yeah. So then, okay, before we move on, anything else about that group date before we move on to single dad ATV? Katie Levine. Well, I kind of I, like now that I'm thinking about Thomas Moore, maybe he is. I don't know. I don't know. I'm so torn on how to feel if it's like him just being a stupid idiot, if it's like actually malicious game planning on his part. You know what I mean? I don't think it's even conscious enough to be malicious. <laughs> yeah, you think it's stupidity. Like, I feel like he just is like he'll just say whatever. I think it's like say whatever know, to stay alive. Yeah. He's got like a wild glint in his eye. Yeah. There's like a little bit of like a wild glint. He's very handsome. He's just but I the, don't know. The, the smile seems panicked to me it doesn't really seem like a smooth smile it seems right. panicked to me so maybe it is just like he's trying to say whatever he can to stay alive fun character yeah. i will say he's a fun character for the bachelorette dr banana question. what did he actually say to her did he say he loves her to her face yes he did he okay said, i wrote it down Wait, okay, wait, wait, wait. He did. I thought he said he loved her. After a while, I started to get confused. His manipulation was working on me as well. I was like, did he say that? I had no idea. I thought he said that he was. I don't know. I thought so, right? Okay, wait. Okay, wait a minute. Hold on. He was wilding. I tell you what, everything that that came out of his mouth was bullshit on all accounts, but also like. I can't. I can't describe it. It was. It, it's like it was like bad manipulation. He said he did not say. Okay, and again, who knows? I was tired. I write. I have bad handwriting. I handwrite it all out like a maniac. So I am not a court stenographer. So do not hold this podcast to my note taking. What I have is every day gets realer and realer. My intention is that we are leaving, getting married. We could buy a house anywhere and figure it out. That's okay. a lot. That's almost freakier than I love you. Yeah. My intention is we leave here getting married. We could buy a house anywhere. Like that's like – anyway. So okay. moving on. Michael has his single date. Michael gets the date card. He's now confided in these two gentlemen. I figured it out while I was watching last night. He reminds me of Sean Hayes, his mouth. Yeah. he The dude from Willow oh, yeah. yeah. He's Sean Hayes. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, so he's now confessed. He's been waiting. It's, it's, his time is his precious thing. Like my heart goes like this guy has a 
terrible, terrible story that I wouldn't wish on anybody. He seems like a lovely guy, and I can see why he would be nervous. I mean, that's a lot to share with somebody that you are dating, much less on a television show. So uh, he's he's getting ready, and we see her, Michael A., we see her in a dune buggy doing donuts, and then she full out, as he's just waiting with tumbleweed going by, she flips the car and is like hanging. And we all remember, didn't Matt James flip the car last year? Miles, how did you feel watching her roll the car? Uh, hey, I like to see, uh, you know, uh, somebody bending corners in a dune buggy and then rolling it like that. It's, uh, it's a beautiful sight. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, she's Wasn't her bio the one where she said she would fly a plane or some shit? I can't. When she was on The Bachelor. Good memory, Miles. You have a good memory. Remember, we were being like, I don't know about her. We're like, she's going to crash the plane or something. I feel right. like that's, that was something about her bio. But I saw it was nice to see that energy oh, present in this one. And then when she rolled the car, when she was driving him and she had a passenger, she didn't calm that. Like, she was no. ready to roll it again. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, she has that. She's consistent. Uh, Carl, what did, would you get in the car with her driving? No. None of those cars. No car that they put her in. She looks uncomfortable in every single one. That that red truck that she pulled up in was that yeah. was that in this episode? Too? I was that like, was last week. That this? was last week. Oh, okay. That red truck looked insane. The dune buggy <laughs> looked insane. I'm like, no, she's not a good driver. I could tell that from the from every angle. Yeah, that would have made me nervous. I wouldn't have liked being her passenger. Doctor Banana, would you ride with Katie in a dune buggy? Yeah, probably. Okay, great. <laughs> Meanwhile, before we get going, um, before that, Thomas is now fighting with everybody. He goes, I told her I was falling in love with her. Um, and he's like, I didn't say I loved her. I said I have a fear, and there's no fear without love. I'm like, what? And he was just talking in circles. She gave out the group date, and she gave it to Connor B, and he did his, his silly victory dance. And then Aaron – Use the similar language that he used about um, that he used about Carl, which he needs to be exterminated. Aaron said Thomas is a cancer and he needs to be cut out until he is absolutely gone. Carl, talk to us about Aaron's Aaron's words. I'm sick of that dude. Yeah, I'm sick of that. As much as I've as much shit as I've talked on the fellas this episode, sure, that dude is doing the most. Yeah, and mm-hmm. for him to jump. To those type of words, yeah. this quick. It's episode yes. three. You've been with these guys three weeks, like because they was probably quarantining for two weeks before that. Sure, sure. Like, you, like and you saying like a dude needs to be exterminated, and this guy's a terrible person who needs to a cancer. cancer and needs to be cut out. And yeah, like bro, who are your friends? Yeah, who are you, like <laughs> who do you kick it with? What is y'all's crew? That's what she need to be worried about. That guy, and also. On top of that, he came when when Thomas was walking back in. They did the <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> coming, yeah they coming, did. Coming. Yeah, they did. Chill out, chill out, chill out, chill out, chill out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did yeah, the, yeah. he did the. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That, and that was Connor B. Connor B. That was Connor B. Yeah, that was, was like, yeah, that man, was a little naughty, ki- naughty kitty cat. Did that naughty yeah. kitty cat and yeah. his and his low plunging V. Um, okay, so then he does a doom buggy. Here we are with Michael A. And then he walked up. It made me feel for – like, I'm rooting for this guy. I really am. I'm rooting for him on ours. When he walked up and he was like, hey, girl. I'm like, oh. He's like, hey, girl. It's kind of awkward. And then a tumbleweed rolls by. 
But you know what? I have to say, by the end, she was feeling him on this date. Um, they had a – there was sort of an awkward transition. They go on their dune buggy and then they're hanging out. And he's like, well, yes, it's funny that you mentioned time. I've had time. I've been – like he was like just – like a horse ready to get out of the gate telling this story. And um, he's like, you know, it is comforting and familiar with you. Uh, well, you know, I feel like I'm experiencing life. I'm a brand new me. Um, and then he said a great line, which really got points with her. This show ends in engagement, but I think it begins at an engagement. Great line. She loved it. And then he goes, look. I don't know what will happen. I am super attached to you. And then he goes, can I kiss you, baby? And then he rubbed her ass as they made out along the dune buggy. I enjoyed that. I I did too. I felt like they had a good kiss. I was like, okay. Like I was nervous for him. And then I felt like he actually brought some game. I was like, good for Michael. Yeah. I don't know if it's like, I don't know if I'm rooting for him in this show or like, for him to have healing in general want, as like a human. I'm ready I'm for him in life. Odds. I'm planet Earth. Yeah, because when Earth. I watch it, I'm like, damn, man, like you've been through some shit. Yeah. And like now you're on a game where like you're kind of going to get your head fucked around to be yeah. real. Like, and you're just coming off this. I, don't know, I felt like suddenly I was Michael A's friend. I was like, hey, man, yeah. I don't know if this is the best thing for you, man. Yeah. Like He's I get you're not ready. ready to get out there. But, like, I don't know if you're ready to get out there like this. I don't know yeah. if he's ready to get out there. I don't know if he's ready to get out there yet. Uh, beyond a little ass grab. You know yes. right. And a little doom buggy make out, right? I was happy makeout. for him with the doom buggy ass grab make out. That was, like, like, and she actually yeah. seemed like she was into that. Like, that felt like that had more vibes than the Connor B kiss. Yeah. Is he going to get, like, mercy cut, you think, at a certain point? Yeah. Do you have, or unless he do you have any of them have him going far or no? Katie, I think, picked him to win, didn't she? Uh, no, I picked him as the next bachelor. He, well, yeah, I picked him to be the next bachelor. He's in my top mm. three. I have him as third because I think he'll have hometowns. She'll meet the kid. We'll have the kid there. And then he, and then oh. she's just going to be like, you know, you're amazing. <sighs> I'm not ready for this. So he'll make it to the final yeah. four. Yeah, she's that's not, my guess. She's not going to take him to fantasy suite. She's not going to get go bones. I don't up. think she's so. But I think he hometown. makes it far. And then I think he's going to be the next bachelor. I think you're right, Dr. Banana. I think you're now, right. I am not saying this to insult Michael. I think he's very sweet and I think he's he's like a good guy, but he reminds me of a Muppet. I just there's something about him. He, he he's very Muppety to me. Mm. Like he's just so red and smiley and giggly and like he's just such a good person that like I I I think he would be a great Muppet character. I don't know why, but that's what I see when I see him. And so he kind of has like, to me, he, he reminds me of like Kenneth from 30 Rock in the sense that he's just like, a good soul. Yes. Just like, oh, God. It's a little, he's a little, like, yes, he's very animated. Yeah. He's animated. I don't want him to get hurt. And I no, do think neither. he should be the next Bachelor because he could be a, a, our new Mesnick. Remember how good Jason Mesnick was as the Bachelor? I Wouldn't didn't see that? that season. I started later. But I yeah. So then, um, meanwhile, back at the ranch, Aaron is talking to Hunter and Aaron is, oh, I'm sorry, Thomas and Hunter are talking and Aaron's still complaining like, my time is less important than his. Meanwhile, Thomas fully has no pants on as he's sitting talking to Hunter. I, I texted everybody last night. Did you guys see this? Let me just show you a little photo. Hold, please. Excuse me. I, I just like, he had no 
He has no pants on. Can you see that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's in his drawers. He's in like a sweater. He's in like a cardigan, a coat, a shirt, and like nothing. Does he have a towel down underneath him? <laughs> He's sitting. Oh, what okay. is that? I don't know if he had a. Kind of time. He got diarrhea. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Uh oh. Yeah. Um, what happened? He's got no pants on, and they're like talking about if his integrity is in question. And he's like, "My love is sky high." And I like that Hunter. Actually, this made me like Hunter, the MMA gym owner. He said, "It's not my business if you're in love or not. That's not my. That's on you. I'm just saying, like, like this is about your integrity. Like, uh, yeah. Thomas is yeah, not there someone to be who ready. has a gym that was shut down by the city. Uh, I know something about integrity, man. And you should watch out, man. Watch out. I had the groups less than 15. There were less than the state law said 15 people could gather. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So like four of the, they, people took it. It's hard to fight in a mask. Okay. So like a few people, it's hard to fight in a mask. We just took it out to put the mouth guards in. Um, So then Sean Hayes, his mannerisms, he reminded me of Sean Hayes. I wrote it down. He's like, here we go. 16 years ago, I saw my wife on campus. I saw my wife, Laura, and I thought, that's it. And then that was, in, and then we got married in 2012. And then in 2016, my son James was born. Seven months later, Laura got breast cancer. Um, she had grace and humor. Her hair fell out. She had she went through chemo. We traveled the country aimlessly trying to find a cure. And then in January 2019, she passed away in a room full of people she loved. I, ha- I was happy she wasn't in pain anymore. My heart just broke for this guy. I mean, January 2019 wasn't that long ago. He had a little. Especially when you drop a year. Yeah, you dropped 2020, didn't even count. Like, let's make out. Dude. And then she was, she was so, she handled it well. Cause I don't know how you reply to that. She said, what a gift to be. And he, he said, what a gift to be able to open up twice. And, um, and then she said, it's fortunate to have you here. People are intimidated by forever love, your forever love of Laura. But I know that we are unique. And then he said, I have no doubt that we can do that. And then and then one of them started crying and they were overwhelmed. And then they said, what a blessing to fall in love twice. Um I love her and I can create a unique thing with you. And then they were watching the stars up on the roof. And uh, they were like, they were kind of like getting at it. They were like making out on the roof. Okay, we're going to come back. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll discuss this. Bone zone. Let's get in the bone zone, guys. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. 
This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous (laughs) of your generation that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back and we're making out on the roof. He really, I have to say, I was worried for him because we knew his story because he told it to the other gentleman. I was worried that she she legitimately seemed not only not not frightened by it, but she thought it was so beautiful. Yeah. And she was seemed like literally like in. I, I didn't see her being as in as she was. Miles, what did you think of the date on the roof? I think, yeah, it was fine. You know, I think he really bolstered his argument for knowing what love is. I think that was the most poignant message that she, she seemed to come away with. And the fact that he was capable of that felt that she knew that this could be someone who understood what the stakes are of this kind of like love thing. Um, but yeah, again, I was just like, uh, he needs Dude. to be. He needs to be handled with care. It's kind of my whole thing. Like throughout it, I'm like, you're on this fucking show, man. These producers don't give a fuck about you. In fact, no. they see you as a like a show cow. Like they're gonna figure out how to cut your ass up and serve you up. Yeah, he's food. He's food. I was like, yeah. the producers were all nothing when they when that dude was telling that story. Because dude, they people are gonna it. be rooting for him. That and yeah. this is this is the thing where I say I think she's falling for these dudes. Shit. I'm not saying that this guy is putting any shit on her. He seems like the mm-hmm. most genuine dude. Yeah. Out of out of the rest of the guys that are there, him and Trey, who I will talk Trey. to you about Trey. I think he should go home. But why, uh, why, why should Trey go home? I think Trey should voluntarily be like, yo, y'all, I'm out. This shit yeah. is whack. Yes. <laughs> like, I don't think yeah, he. 
yeah, yeah. I don't like. <laughs> I feel like Trey is just too normal. Yeah. And yeah. I don't think I don't think she's really feeling him like that. Yeah. Trey like, should Trey should take himself out. Trey yeah. should be like, I'm I'm done. Don't don't wait for a rose, Trey. Be like, yo, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. Take back like, the power, and then yeah. go to paradise and go go find somebody else. Exactly. But with this story, the way she was eating that up, like it yeah. felt like he could walk back in the room with all the other dudes, like with a with a swagger to his walk, like y'all can go home now. I <laughs> did not. I did not see it coming how into it she was cuz like that's a lot to learn on a television dating show. Yeah. And I did not I will say what's fun about Katie as a bachelorette which I don't think we've had as much lately is I truly believe she wants to fall in love and get married. Like I actually I mean Claire I did think that. But like in general we that I think since the like invention of Instagram I think more and more people do are more in the Thomas camp. Like I feel like she wants to find a person, fall in love, and get married. Do you agree with that, Anna? Yes, I think she does. She, That's what makes she it actually fun. seems pretty genuine, which is why every someone's like, I don't know about that guy. She like starts to spiral because she's like, what the fuck is going on? So, yeah, I think she does. So then uh, all the guys are hanging out. Aaron says, I think Thomas is a psychopath, which, like, again, he goes, like, so – he's – his language is so aggressive yes. about, like yes. – like, so he could be, like, stupid. Thomas is annoying, but he's, like, he's psychotic. He's a psycho. I was, like, okay, like, look, I mean yeah. – Can I see your degree, sir? Yeah. Okay, like, he's, shut thir- up. You just he's like thirsty, some- but, like yeah. – the, he, his, he's very extreme. And then the Canadian firefighter is there in a very deep V. Talk about a deep V T-shirt. It's coming out. His deep V. Um, and they're like, Thomas lies. Hunter, this is when they're hanging out in their gym equipment, not working out. Hunter is pissed. Um, he's like, uh, it feels fraudulent. And he's like, did you want to be The Bachelor? Have you ever thought about being The Bachelor? Come on, answer. And he, like, wouldn't answer. He's like, okay, yeah. I mean, mean, yeah, I toyed with one of the bachelor. Like, yeah, I I thought about it. Um, And uh, I will say, at the end, when they were looking at the stars, and she asked about, like, this, this, like, the O'Brien's belt, but she thought it was the O'Brien's belt. And then he said the the Pat O'Brien's belt, which then made me think of, like, the old host of like uh inside edition who has like, extra. The, this extra <laughs> yeah. like the sex voice like hey this is pat o'brien like this dirty <laughs> right. pat o'brien's belt like in the yeah. sky <laughs> god damn it that made me laugh anyway okay that was the end of our episode no i don't like how they're doing the rose seasons at the beach katie is that how it always is do they always do the rose seasons i i like the rose ceremonies at the end of the episode that's how it should be and it's now they've switched it on us and i don't like it uh no it used to be like it was always at the end i it don't should know. be at the end i think sometimes it will be i think sometimes like in the beginning of the seasons especially if it gets messed up where there's drama and they kind of want to have like a you know little cliffhanger at the end then that happens but it might even back out especially as we get later on and there's less guys there then it will probably move to the end of the episode again i hope so um okay uh before will you guys join us for tweet of the week? Yeah. Uh, okay. Quick, I'm sorry. Can I just say when they re- when he revealed that he had thought about being the bachelor, I just thought it wasn't <laughs> fair. Like the idea that these guys were like, "What, dude? You 
thought about it? Like, as if they had not, like, every single person there knows, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you're a human I, being, and you've joined just, The Bachelor. You can't help but be like, hey, that'd be fun. Like, why yeah. not? And you know Hunter has thought of it. Hunter, oh, like, I'll go in as the guy who's got two kids. You know, like, they, they know. They no, know no, no. Aaron has, like, a literal, like, what is that board called? Like, a dream board of it. Like, yeah. you know he does. Yeah. Like, Oh, yeah. for sure. No, it's tatted all over his body, yeah. like, memento and shit. <laughs> all right, so can remember Miles. Who do you think is going to be the winner? Who do you think is going to be the runner-up? And who do you think is going to be the next Bachelor? Miles. Oh, shit. Uh, the winner? I don't even know at this point. I think um, I think Connor could be the next Bachelor. Um, the Crying Kitty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, who knows? That's just what I'm thinking. I don't care. Okay. Look, I have, okay. I, have, I have barely a new perspective at the moment <laughs> right, of what right, these right, people right. could be. Um, the winner? I don't know, man. I think... I don't know. That's really hard to tell. It could be. I hope it's not Andrew S. Um, but I don't know, like how far that guy will go. Like, even though she seems to really like him, the dude with the fake British voice. Oh, um, oh his British then, voice got me. That uh, was like, dude, stand that dude. don't do a fake. It's, it's really actually hard for me to pick a winner at this point. Um, you don't think Greg, who she shot on the sat on the toilet bucket? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right now it's a yeah. He probably does. I've seen the most sort of uh, drama free connection because like Aaron, I don't know. I think that guy's going to go far, but he's so freaky to me. To Carl's point, I think he needs to be like people need to keep their eye on him because he's this weird Chad hybrid of A-Rod and Eric Andre that just like (laughs) makes me very uncomfortable. (laughs) So I, yeah, keep an eye on him, though. Either way, keep an eye on him. He has a resting pouty face. That's so funny to me. Yes. Uh, he's always listening, but listening skeptically. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. Um, yes, he is. You're out. You're out. He's always okay. like, hmm. Carl, who do you think is going to be the winner? Who do you think is going to be the runner up? And who do you think is going to be the next bachelor? Uh, I'm going to give the next bachelor to uh, Connor B. Again, both of you said Connor B. Yeah. Uh, although I kind of want to pick Virgin Guy. But Mike. I feel like she's gonna take his virginity in the in the sweets. Okay. okay. Anna uh, yeah. Anna that would be wild. <laughs> <laughs> I have that ass. <laughs> like fuck all that marriage shit. Yeah. <laughs> right now, and then I'm gonna send you home. No roads. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then uh, I'm still rocking with my boy Courtney. Yes, oh, yeah. Courtney with a Q. Was he your pick? He was in my top three, I believe. And also, what's his name was in my top runner up. I'm gonna say is, is uh, I think I think I, I I agree with the I'm not ready coming real late in the game. I just don't know if it'll be like top three or like number four with um with Mary, uh dead ex wife. Okay, I think. I think Toilet Bucket Greg is going to win. Like, both have the dead dad. I think Toilet Bucket – wait, are you changing your – are you going to change, Carl? Yeah, I, I think I think Greg is the one with, like, the, the floppier hair, right? Floppier hair. They both had da- dads that died, and yeah. they had the Toilet Bucket date. He's going to win. I'm going to pick Courtney in my top – in my top. He might not be – Courtney seems a little boring. They haven't given him, a, like, a lot of a lot of FaceTime yet. Yeah, but, but the people can come from behind. That yeah. happens. Yeah. Sometimes they do that, and like the, you'll, they'll be like somebody that you haven't seen at all, and then like in the second half, then they come and they take it. Yeah, I think Greg is going to win. I think 
Michael A., I think Katie's right. I think we're going to have a dad, a, a, a widow, a widower. I think he will be our bachelor. And I think the runner-up is Thomas going to like make it that far? Is like, or is she going to be on to him? He does. She does like Andrew S. Um, I don't know who the runner-up is going to be. Uh, Anna, who do you think is going to win? I think Greg will win. Oh yeah, Connor I think B. Connor B is going to be a runner-up. Oh yeah, Connor B. I'd put as a runner-up. Um. And then you said next bachelor. I said the dad, Michael. Yeah, I think yes. Right now, as of now, Michael has I think the best chance of being the next bachelor because he has a true story. I don't think she's going to pick him, so there will be another layer of heartbreak for him. Yes, Anna, and thinking like a producer. I don't. The thing is, like, I don't think Thomas will go that far because I think she's very. Um, she listens when the guys are like, he's a fucking shade ball, you know, like, you're right. You're like, right. Dad Aaron, will go listen in for me or whatever. She sends like Aaron out to do her, de- her, her dirty work now. Cause Aaron's so easy to be like, Aaron does have that face where it's like any second he, he could say like, Whoa, bro. Like he yeah. has that face or like the S like I've met these guys in San Diego. Like I've met Aaron's before and he Whoa, is ready. he's ready to blow. He just wants you to be like, you know, like when he when Thomas was talking and he's like, this guy, yeah. he's out here just smiling at her. Like, that's yeah. it. That that set him off. Like, Thomas smiled it. at Katie and he's like, we're yeah. crying, bro. It's not smile time. You know, like, that's <laughs> his energy. And like, oh, I've bro. read that guy. So I think she'll keep him around as almost like a, a sneak because he's so willing to like talk shit. Katie Levine. Number one, number two, Bachelor. Greg is taking it for sure. I think number two, I don't know. I'm kind of like leaning off of Connor B. I kind of feel like she's she's cooling on him a bit. Um, I have a wild guess. And I don't know if he would be number two, but I think Blake Moynes is going to make it far. Oh, I, I we haven't even, he hasn't even shown up yet. But the fact Ooh. that he's showing up late and like you see... And the coming attractions, when you see them, like, seeing she's like, no way. I think they've been talking. I think they've talked on Instagram. That's what I think. Yes, honey. And uh, I think he makes it far. Now, does he make it to two? I don't know. But I think he makes it far. I think she wants to fuck him. I don't know. I get a feeling. Next Bachelor. Michael, the the widower. All right. Um, We love when you give us reviews. You guys, I asked to try to get to 1.4 last week, and you did. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Now I'm going for 1.5 because I'm trying to get to that 2,000 by the end of the year. So just if you're listening to this right now, just go just go give us a like. Hopefully hopefully five stars. I don't know. Uh, Here's a five-star review from Taylor Sheehan. More than grilled hot dogs. I love this podcast more than I love grilled hot dogs, and I'm from the Midwest. Arden and her mix of weekly guests brings it every single week and leave me ugly double chin chuckling every time. 12 stars. Taylor, I also love a grilled hot dog. Thank you so much. That I I feel so incredibly flattered. Dr. Banana, Katie, how do you feel about that review? 
I love it. Thank you so much for leaving us that review. I mean, everyone's so nice when they give us five stars. <gasps> we got a one-star review from Here For It All 22 that says, what happened? When did this podcast go from poking fun in a lighthearted way to just so constantly negative? Not even mean, just negative in a non-funny way. It's gone from silly to exhausting. Well, I'm sorry that you feel that way. I, I, I might respectfully disagree. I, I think it's always been this podcast. Like, you know, look, I'm sorry that they're doing dates now down by deserted rivers in a toilet bucket. <laughs> so like, I don't know. Maybe the show is just more of a bummer. I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't think the tone has changed personally. Katie, Anna, you've been on it the whole time. Have you noticed any... Uh, I mean, is it the fact that we acknowledge that they have serious issues with like race? Like, I mean, that's just the reality of it. They're not killing it in that department, you know, do better. It just is what it is. Okay, great. And then we got a nice five-star one from Friendly Ghost 111, Arda Marine for Bachelor in Paradise host, new to Bachelor Nation after my significant other got me hooked on Tasha's season. Arden and her guests, shout out to Doug Benson for bringing me here. Make this show more digestible than it has any right to be. Never thought I would get so many laughs out of so much produced trash drama. Genuine petition to see Arden as host on Bachelor in Paradise. I've never seen a season, but she would make it event TV. Thank you, friendly ghost. Dude, you better believe I emailed my agents and I'm like, come on, man. I actually not. I had dinner last night with Lance Bass, who just got back from Mexico. I told him I didn't want to know any spoilers. But he got to be a weekly guest host and he said, I was like, tell me the truth. Was it everything you hoped it would be? You guys, he had the best time. He said it was amazing. He said it was really fun to watch on the cameras that he got to watch like unedited, like this just like like different TV screens of the action happening in real time. He said it was so exciting. It's everything that I want. So I'm here for you, ABC, if you ever need me. Katie, what do you think of that? I mean, how fun would that be? Oh, that would be that would be so much fun to just like sit at Video Village and be watching them all do it and being like zoom in here and like just seeing like all the different conversations, especially at Paradise, where it is a little more yes. natural and kind of just free and there's like multiple things happening. That would be so much fun. And he said he saw some like genuine chemistry with people. And Ooh. again, I was like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Yeah, but he so said exciting. it was fun. Like I think it did not. He's and he also was saying that. Like, just generally, like, again, because I don't want spoilers, but he was like, people are bringing it. (laughs) If the world right now is having hot girl summer, I think Bachelor in Paradise is at an 11. And I think it might, fingers crossed, it's the show that we all need for this summer. I'm so excited. (laughs) Um, So, again, please leave us a review. And we hope that you find us positive and not negative. And uh, here, let's check out our emails. Emily Hayes emailed us, important observation from tonight's episode. Oh, I saw this come in last. I didn't read it because I hadn't watched the episode yet. So, hi. First of all, love you all. Hey, hey, girl. Second, did you notice, uh, did you guys notice the matching bro necklaces tonight? Connor B and that guy with the super deep V black V neck. I think that was the firefighter. Are next to each other towards the end of the episode right before the big confrontation with Thomas. And they have on the same homemade necklace. What is this all about? I need this addressed. Thanks, Emily Hayes. Did you guys notice it's their that they microphone? Both- it's the it's microphone. microphone. It's like the same microphone 
that paradise. they use at Paradise. It's the Paradise. Yeah. It's like a hemp necklace. Because at first I was like, why is he wearing a hemp necklace? And then I noticed the other guy had it. I was like, oh, it's their microphone. So they were either, I mean, it looks too cold to be in a pool. But they were doing something where they just had that as their Or microphone. maybe when they have the blousy deep V-neck, yeah. the material might be too thin yeah. to hold the mic pack. But yeah, I mean, they should make... I don't know what they could do to make it better looking instead of like, you know, a hemp necklace from 1993. Right. But they should right. figure something oh. out. Yeah. Great. All right. I'm not mad at a puka shell hemp microphone necklace. And I appreciate your eye. You can email us. Send them your emails. Let's go do Tweet of the Week. All right. Tweet of the Week. If you want to participate, basically, we have the cutoff time at midnight Pacific because Dr. Banana has to go to bed. Um, and so Midnight Pacific on Monday nights, you tweet at me at Arda Marine, M-Y-R-I-N, or Anna Hosnie, H-O-S-S-N-I-E-H, hashtag W-Y-A-T-R. You guys, there's a lot of good ones. I couldn't – it's going to be a bunch. I couldn't winnow it down, so they're going to do it – narrow it down to two. Okay. Ready? Here we go. Mm-hmm. First one, Bonnie, at Dance Bonnie. If you want to come at me, come at me, Carl says while hiding in a separate room and boxing the empty air <laughs> in a fitted blouse he got from Ann Taylor. <laughs> okay. Number two, Rebecca Feeney at Feeney. Flipping, flopping, and constant smiles sounds like the title of a psychopath's guide to politics. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Number three, um, Rebecca Feeney. Who knew that Katie's season would be the first time the men all unionized for fair time with the bachelorette? <laughs> yeah. Here's another one. Jonathan Wolf at Mo Jonathan. Michael. I have a confession. I also applied to compete for the affections of Carson Kressley on the celebrity dating game. <laughs> have you guys seen that? Those ads with like Zoe Deschanel and Michael Bolton. I'm like, what, what? is this? Is it cra- There's I a show. part of it. Is it crazy? It's weird. I don't know. I didn't know what I was watching, you guys. And then like Michael okay. Bolton started singing and I was like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, this is from 2.0 at Shelly 2.0. Watching Katie recap the cocktail party in an oversized suit jacket really screamed, I'm here for love as long as we hit our Q3 fiscal goals. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, I, 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 I'm, I'm glad that you said that because I had to bring that up. What was with the suit jacket? That one ain't nobody that size. Ain't none of those dudes that big. <laughs> I, I don't know what the deal was with the suit jacket. She had a fee-fi-fo-fum suit jacket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Um, this is from uh, Seth Vatt at Basebone One. Uh, okay. This, now, I don't, this is for you, Miles, and Nick Vial. Ready? I'm here to hold you all accountable, leading women on, ghosting, cheating, dating multiple people at the same time, ditching them after fantasy suites, boning in a church, <laughs> BJ's from Corinne. I'll see myself out. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here, Vial. This is another one, Seth Vack at Baseball One. The mood of this casual denim support group can only be described as stonewashed trauma. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Support group. (laughs) (laughs) Casual denim support group. Um, Mrs. Wright at Girl Without a Tat. My name is Nick, and I'm a bacheloraholic. Hi, Nick. (laughs) (laughs) All right, there we go. Those are the ones that I've picked. What are your top two of that? I like the Q3. I like this suit. 
And I'll say the shadow boxing. Are those, are those good for you guys? Okay. Yeah. The top yep. two, Bonnie at Dance Bonnie. If you want to come at me, come at me, Carl says, while hiding in a separate room and boxing <laughs> the empty air in a fitted blouse he got from Ann Taylor. Yeah. Or um, we have uh, 2.0 at Shelly 2.0. Watching Katie recap the cocktail party in an oversized suit jacket really screamed, I'm here for love as long as we hit our Q3 fiscal goals. Shadow boxing or Q3 fiscal goals? Carl. Uh, I'm going to go shadow boxing. Miles. Shadow boxing. Tana. I'm going to have to go Q- Q3 fiscal goals. Oh, boy. Katie. Shadow boxing. Um, you know what? I'm going to go shadow boxing as well. Bonnie, you are the winner at Dance Bonnie. Hey. If you want to come at me, come at me, Carl says, while hiding in a separate room and boxing the empty air in a fitted blouse he got from Ann Taylor. Carl, what would you yeah. like to promote? Where can people find you? Uh, before I promote anything, can I have you a request from you? Yes. Uh, can I give you a request? Uh, sure. you, you seem to be in with the people over there at the bachelor. Can you please tell them to hire a black barber? Because the the gentleman of color yeah. on the show hair yeah. is getting rough. Okay, it is not like they got the supercuts popping. They got the fantastic Sams, and it's not for everybody. Everybody can't go to those places. That is that. I wonder if they even have. I wonder about that. I wonder if they have a barber. I don't think so. I think basically it's on you until you make it to the final week. And yes, I will I will run it up the flagpole. Yes. And if I get picked for the next season, yeah. I do cut hair. So I Great. will bring my clippers. That's how you do and it. And I'll cut everybody's <laughs> hair just like I used to in college. I was Great. the barber for the football. That's how clippers. you do it. That's what you gotta do. Yeah. So I can do that. Um, and and to promote something, just follow me on Instagram at Dammit Carl, D-A-M-M-I-T-C-A-R-L on Instagram. Slide my DMs. Carl's uh, killing it. Carl's may, killing it. I may mm-hmm. respond. I may not. We, we'll see. But uh, I appreciate y'all. <laughs> I mean, what a delay. We just adore you. Okay. Miles. Uh, check out 420 Day Fiance. If you like weed and you like 90 Day Fiance. Uh, come check out that podcast I do with Sophia Alexandra because that's all we talk about. Uh, so I feel like there may be some overlap. With oh, for your sure. audience here. For sure. There's some overlap. Yeah. Absolutely. So check that out. We're also on Twitch, twitch.tv slash 420dayfiance and miles of gray, wherever you use at symbols. Uh, Anna and I are, we're about three episodes in to Bachelorette Australia. It's a blast. You can watch for free on uh, Bachelor Archive. If you have any problems, email us at rosepodcast at gmail.com. We've helped people out and they're all watching safely. But it's really fun. It's two sisters are both the Bachelorette and it's on our Patreon. Uh, Dr. Banana, what would you like to promote? Yeah, go go uh, check out our Patreon. We're having a good time. We're get our merch. Excuse me. You can get yeah. mugs. You can get uh, notebooks, T-shirts. I don't know what yeah, you need. Get our merch, which at TeePublic. You can find it there. Uh, also, actually, go to our website to go through. It's very easy to find on our website. There's a merch link. Click that. Rosepodcast.vodka because we're classy. Uh, and you can find me at Anna Hosnier. On Twitter, and I actually want to shout out. I forget who tweeted this, but someone tweeted that you can tell that the guys are all not there for the right reasons because they were all so excited to meet Nick. Oh yeah, I, I know. know. They said lining up to like shake his hand like yeah. he was the queen. It was like yeah. a real red flag. Yeah. Um, I'm at Artemarine M Y R I N on Instagram. Katie Levine, what would you like to say before we 
Valhalla. Uh, I'm KT underscore money on Twitter and Instagram. And please um, adopt a dog or a cat right now. Or if you can't adopt, you can foster. Right now, all the sh- shelters are full because of the fireworks. So um, just contact your local shelter or rescue about fostering. A lot of this, the animals get scared during fireworks season. So if you can, if you can house one, that would be awesome. Um, my name is Arden Marine. Until next week, uh, goodbye. Oh, yeah. Gonna get all up in you tonight. It feels so good. I just got one little question for you, girl. When you accept this rose, Accept this rose into your world. Oh. Will you accept this rose into your world? Will you accept this rose is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.